Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Triple Jump podcast. It's a video game podcast. My name is Ben. And my name is Ashton. Peter is sick. I was going to go into really, really grotesque detail there, but then I thought maybe actually mm. that's inappropriate. He's not very well today. He's on the toilet. <laughs> He's doing a big toilet. Um, He's on the toilet. But hopefully he'll be back soon. He won't be here next week either, actually. He's because off next week. He's got he's some booked it all off. He's away on holiday. So it's just the two of us today. This is actually the first podcast I think we've done together. together. Just, just us. us. That was weird. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've done podcasts without Peter before. We've done podcasts without you once. Yeah, that happened because I was off. Yeah. Uh, but it's the first time for everything. And there's so much video game singular to talk about tell me about the hair ashton what's going on uh got drunk and dyed it red yeah. on monday on instagram live and why was that uh because horizon comes what out. do you do on facebook live come on think of the business well because uh no one follows me on my personal facebook no account. triple jump well facebook. i don't have that on my phone otherwise maybe i would have <laughs> but um yeah horizon zero uh, not horizon zero horizon forbidden west comes out mm. at time of recording 14 hours from now and it will be out now and you'll, you'll be playing well, it when now. this comes out i will probably be playing it and have been playing it for at least like 24 hours at this yeah. point so so i thought you know in honor of this week why not just dye my hair a bit ginger a loyston a loyston matthews what sounds german calling yeah. me. it does um i missed significant bits of my hair <laughs> bits of it are just brown but luckily it's not too far away from my hair color before where mm. it's really obvious i think if i had like blonde hair and i'd missed bits you would notice it more but yeah i did a bad job but then again, I was just sat on the my bathroom floor attempting to put it on myself while drinking gin. Mm. So I say you did a pretty good job, all things considered. Thanks. Based on the gin consumption. I don't think I would want to do any kind of what's the what's the term? Like a sort of makeover? Mm. Any kind of makeover stuff while while inebriated. Like I wouldn't trim my beard while drunk, for example. Well, no. Because it would go horrifically wrong, I'm sure. But I kind of needed some liquid courage to do it. I'd commit, really? I decided to do it. I said, I'm going to do this. And I so bought the dye. If you were sober, you you wouldn't have done it. Probably would have. I probably would have talked myself out of it. Oh, that's but I shame. thought if I have a glass of gin, 
I won't talk myself out. And of are you it. happy with the result? Yeah, I think so. Well, then, I mean, then you clearly can... you should trust your instincts a bit more. To be honest, I think I'm quite an impulsive person anyway, and I think I really need something to go really, really wrong for me. Just make me just sometimes second guess. Maybe I shouldn't do so it. So you're tempting fate here. Basically, yeah. What was the worst case scenario for your hair in this situation? <sighs> mm, that it falls out, I guess. Right. I suppose that would be would no more hair case. would have been yeah. yeah pretty bad. Probably pretty bad. Is that possible with the dye that you bought? Probably not. I don't know. Re you really if I left it on for too long. Impressive then. If I left, because I said, do not leave it on for longer than thirty-five minutes. Okay. But it took me like ten minutes once I'd started the top to do the bottom. So I was like, mm, dear. Oh <laughs> no! Kind of bit cheeky. It's it's gonna fall out. But yeah, nothing fell out. But bits are not. Bits are missing. Nah. Basically, we fine. You can top yeah. it up next time Whatever. with whichever other uh, video game wifey you decide to adopt next yeah. into, into your heart. I don't know who's next. It would be Tiny Tina, I guess, is the next one after Aloy is the next kind of big. Yeah, she was she blonde, but she's blonde. And that's yeah, a bit we can't. Too scary. We can't have two of those. That's no. Illegal. That's not allowed. No, we people would think we're the same person. Exactly, yeah. indistinguishable. Especially if you had a beard as well. Then yeah. it'd be like if the, I let my beard the grow blonde out. guy with the beard. Yeah, if I let my beard grow out mm -hmm. a bit more, and then same guy, same guy, absolutely the same person. This is our video game podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. We really appreciate it. Each and every week, we are sponsored by a very real video game adjacent sponsor. It's my turn. I have the ad read in front oh, of me I'm now. I'm excited. So they're a bit slow. Uh, to the to the punch, is that right? Does that make any sense? Yeah. Bit slow to the punch. Yeah. Yeah. That is. I don't know if that is the phrase, but it's. I can't think of what it is. To beat someone to the punch. Beat someone to the punch. Yeah. So they're a bit slow. But bit that's slow a bit off slow, the mark. Bit slow off the mark. I think. Let's go for that. I'm just combining yeah. idioms. Um, they're a bit slow off the mark. Nintendo think that it's Valentine's Day today. Oh, but it's not. Was it, was on, it was on Monday. Stupid, Silly. stupid idiot. Stupid idiot. And to whoever reported our hunky boy list as inappropriate, go to hell. How could you? How could you? There was no nudity in it at all. It was no. just heavily implied. Um, we are sponsored by Nintendo's new Pokemon Legends title. We've done a quipscope on it. Pokemon Legends. Arceus. Arceus, Arceus, yes, Arceus. because we can't say Arceus because that's crude and disgusting. Mm -hmm. So, special Valentine's um, sort of, uh, what am I trying to say? Edition? Clothing line? Clothing line. They're doing a special Valentine's Day clothing line to do with the game to tie in. It's called Pokemon Legends Arcless Chaps. I knew that's what you were going to say. Did you? <laughs> when you started talking, I was like... I think I know. He's going to do. I, I think I've heard of this. He's going to do an arc ass joke, isn't he? I think he's going to go for arcless chaps. Yeah. So arc Pokemon Legends arcless chaps uh, are arc available right now uh, in in the world. Uh, are the they shop. also arseless chaps? No. They're so how chaps. how is it arcless? What is it missing? You just have to buy it and find out. Oh, okay. It's only arseless in certain regions. Oh, okay. Because I've still heard a huge split of people calling it Arceus and Arceus. So in some areas, it's uh, it's arseless chaps. They are arseless chaps, but in the UK, it's arcless chaps. Oh, okay. Yeah, does that make sense? Yeah, yeah I think that makes sense. Where, where can I buy them? Um, nowhere, actually, because it's not real. Oh. Sorry. Damn. Sorry, it's not real. It's not a real sponsor. I was going to rock those to work next week. <laughs> the arcless chaps. The arcless chaps. Fantastic. It's a bit too cold for that. It is a bit too cold. 
We are actually sponsored by our wonderful patrons over at patreon.com forward slash team triple jump, where for as little as $1 per month, you get access to the podcast question post, as well as everything else that we do at that tier. People are stomping around upstairs, but there's loads of other tiers available. Please consider going and supporting us at patreon.com forward slash team triple jump. But that's not all, is it, Ashton? No, it's not, Ben. Thank you so much for passing over in such a normal manner. Um, I, you, I, you should... Yeah. You should mm. go and follow our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash team triple jump. Yes. Uh, to like the page. And if we get to 10,000 likes, we can monetize our content and it would really, really help us out. We're really close now, I think. We've got like eight point something. Yes. We're now. closing in on a victory. Victory yeah. royale. So if you're listening and you haven't done it yet and you have Facebook, please do yeah. consider going. Tell your mum as well. I'm sure your mum has mom Facebook. Tell your mum and your. What are you doing up there? <laughs> people, people are like, oh, I haven't got Facebook anymore, which I mean, fair enough. Like, who our age does have Facebook. But I your mum does. Have Facebook. Your mum does have your Facebook. Your mum definitely has so Facebook. So does your aunt. So does your aunt. So does your weird uncle. Yeah. Your racist um, weird uncle. Yeah. So. I mean, and look, we, you know, we, we don't necessarily want him as part of our audience, no. but if it came to it, we just we need to bolster the numbers, yeah. right? This he's is just the, one. A, he's draft. just one racist uncle out of ten thousand regular people. Exactly. So, I know. think nine thousand nine hundred ninety-nine of us could take one racist. Yeah, uncle, I think so. so. We'll be all right. Anyway, so. go go follow the page, please. It's time for question one. Yeah, I'm doing it this week because Peter's not here. He's not here. This comes from Gabrielle Philippink, and Gabrielle asks, "Hello, Bap. Hello. It's just actually Bap today. Bap. Bap. Um." What was the most disappointing or underwhelming boss fight or level in a game you've ever completed, whether it was due to how easy it was or how predictable the pa- the pattern was? Thank you all for what you, uh, thank you for all that you do, and I'm proud to continue to be a podcast producer. Ah, thank, thank you, you so Gabrielle. Much, Gabrielle. I'll forget to say your name shortly. Later. Yes. Um, I only had one boss fight that I remember completing in recent memory, mm. where I remember going this sucks and we've talked about this before okay and you're gonna know it like you're gonna have the same reaction that i did a plague's tale boss fight oh, sucks yeah. no that's a very good point so bad it wasn't even necessarily like i mean the pattern was kind of predictable and boring and it was just weird but it was also the fact that sometimes you'd not really have a choice whether you were going to get hit or not you'd end up kind of stuck in a corner because of where they would put the rats and you were just kind of like well yeah. I, I don't have a choice. I'm just going to have to get hit because you've trapped me here and there's no alternative route out. Mm. I just remember playing that boss fight. I think I did it twice because I died the first time. I'm just being like, this sucks. It just doesn't make any sense No, either. it doesn't make it's, any sense. It's uh, can, we, can we spoil that game now? It's been nearly a year since the, it went yeah, on Plus. Yeah, the second one's maybe longer. coming out soon. So it's just... Why does the Pope man... Have rat power. Why does he turn into rat Jesus? I mean, you're already, you've already, your brother is already rat Jesus, right? Yeah. And then you've got this sort of like Sith Lord, evil, Popey man, Pope boy who can, who's like infused with like negative rat energy. Yeah. And so he summons these spires of rats and like slams, like Sandman from Spider Man, mm. just like turns into, he's got like fists made of rat. It's so, so stupid. Weird. And then like you have to, He's like hit, trying to hit you with these rat pillars, and then you have to avoid them for long enough so that so that your brother, little little baby boy, baby mm. rat Jesus, he can like send some rats his way. Yeah, 
so that rats can attack him. But but how does but why is is he um not why is he not immune to rats if he's rat god? I don't know. You know what I mean? And he just he sense. does three attacks and then he gets tired. Yeah, it's, like, it's not it's not just the fact that it jumps the shark massively and makes no absolutely no sense. Mm. But also because it's just a really boring boss yeah, fight. Like, one, really two, sucks. three. I'm tired now. You can hit me. One, two. I'm Send tired. in the rats, child. Quick, rat Jesus. Quick, rat Jesus. Eat him. Do it. And then you shoot him with a couple of. Well, you don't even. You don't even have any weapons either. So it's mainly you just kind of running around. I've like written it out of my brain. I think yeah. my brain sort of melted that. Um, that weekend that I played it anyway, just because there was a massive heat wave. Yeah, that was and a hot It was weekend. like, I was so, by the time I finished that game, I was so cross. Yeah. But the but, lead up uh, to it as well is also like crap. Oh, what, hiding behind the caravan? And the caravan. The worst part of, yeah, that's Any the worst ever. part of that game. And then somehow. you just kind of go, oh, good, a boss fight. We'll, we'll finish this game. And then you're like, oh, a boss fight. I get it. It's 600 degrees outside and I am tired. <laughs> I'm so tired. Please, rat Jesus, put me, me out of my misery. Yeah. It's a, it, we, we harp on it, but it's like, it's, it's a good, it's a really good game and it's very promising for a yeah. sequel, but it just, it ends so poorly. It's like they, they were doing really well and then they kind of got to a point where they were like, oh. We've got to turn it into a video game. We've got now. to end this game somehow. Mm. And they were like, oh, just give it to the intern. He can figure out the end. And then you just have the last like chapter and a half where you're like, oh, okay. Rat fists? Rat fists. <laughs> Not rat, Jesus. No. But that's the only one that I could think of where I've sat through a boss fight and kind of gone, yeah, this sucks. Mm. I don't think, now, this is something I didn't talk about much when we came out. I don't think I enjoyed... Kane of Bridge of Spirits' final boss. Yeah. Very much. I think it, it was interesting and it had like interesting mechanics, but I just remember kind of being like, hmm, okay. Like it takes all the rots off you and then immediately you get them back. So it was kind yeah. of a bit like, I, I get what they were trying to do, but it didn't work as well as I think the rest of the game works. It's but a really long boss fight as well. It is. With as well. It has like stages. multiple stages. But like I think it wasn't like disappointing. It was just kind of a bit underwhelming, I think, mm. Kane's one. But Plague's Tale... That sucked. Yeah, it was rubbish. I honestly, I hope that part of me hopes they top it with something even more ridiculous this time. Yeah, me too. A one giant rat covered in <laughs> lots of small men. Mega rat. <laughs> a pillar of tiny <laughs> men. That's He's what I want to see. A big rat controlling children. Yeah, exactly. Slamming piles of children down. Oh, on it you. sounds like something from Little Nightmares. Mm. Um, yeah, I'd like to see that. Honestly, <laughs> uh, I've got a couple in a similar vein to. Um, probably Kana in that mm. at the time and in subsequent playthroughs, it's never taken me out of the experience, but I totally understand the criticism of it. But the final boss in Uncharted 2, mm. it suddenly goes very video gamey and you're being chased around this area by Lazarovich, the, the war criminal who you've been, uh, you know, just pissing off for 10 hours or whatever. <laughs> and uh, you've got to shoot him and then he'll go past these big glowing blue things and then you shoot the big glowing blue things and they explode and he goes, oh, Drake! And then he chases after you again. You've got to do it four times and then he dies. Mm. And it just, it, it's just weird. Like it just kind of, it's a strange way to end the game. Again, similarly, where it's like they did so well up until that point and then they were like, oh, crap. We need to put a boss fight in. And the boss fight in the first game, I think it was even worse because if you were out of cover and he saw you, it was just an instant, like a one hit kill. I oh, really? You just got shot and died and you had to do it again from a checkpoint. And it was, yeah. Naughty Dog have a weird relationship with boss fights. And I think they worked, I think they worked it out by the time they hit Uncharted 3. And then The Last of Us and Last of Us 2 were, you know, great. Mm. Um, 
But uh, yeah, the final boss of Demon Souls isn't so much a boss as like a little slug man. Oh, I think you've talked about the little slug man before. Yeah, you, he does it. He's got a sword, but he's kind of just lifts it up and goes, eh. And like, he might hit you with it, but he's, it's not going to hit you very hard. And like, he, you kind of feel bad. Mm. Uh, but it's like the, the soul of the, the king is in this little slug man. And he's like, Ryan, I'm going to reclaim my, you don't know what powers you're messing with. And he's just, just flopping his rubbish sword around. And it's, yeah, it's not... It's symbolic, but it is after everything you've been put through, to have that as the final boss is kind of anticlimactic. I always think that the issue some games have with with boss fights is that like when it's a game like Uncharted, where it's kind of has a, a semblance of realism, like you're mm. not a character with any like magical powers. There's not like magic per se in the world, and then you just go, well, here's one guy versus you know, another guy who's been bad the whole time and you have to kill him. And you're like, okay, well, that shouldn't be too hard because I've killed like a billion people on my way here. Like mm. people have gone down in one hit. I think The Last of Us 2 did it really well. Um, obviously with the, the final boss being yes. how it was, where it was kind of like, it was, I think it was really real. I think that's why people didn't like it. It was as much. awful. Yeah, it was like it I was didn't like, enjoy it, but I thought it was excellent. Yeah, because it's like it's genuine. Like, okay, if two human beings were fighting it out, mm. you know, bad things are going to happen, and you're going to eventually get tired. Yeah. Like, you're just, just a that human wasn't being. very video gamey at all. No, it, it wasn't. was a bit too real. Yeah, I think <laughs> so too. too. It was a bit kind of like, oh my god, is, can we finish? Are we done now? Please, I don't please, want to please. do it. But in Uncharted's defense, though, you are fighting at the Tree of Life and Lazarevich mm. has just drunk from the, the special sap that is also injuring him when it explodes. But he's like being imbued with... Oh, my oh, wrist. He's, he's like being imbued... I need some of the Tree of Life. He's been imbued with like magical Shambhala powers or right, something yeah. like that. I don't know. It's Uncharted deals with a lot of like... I, again, it's a series that also kind of jumps the shark, but it does it with a wink and a nod where it's mm. like, oh my God, we've been searching for artifacts and now there are blue people, big muscular blue people who have lived here for thousands of years. Yeah. What is going on? There's Nazi zombies underneath yeah. the island. You know, it's... It, kind of similar to The Last of Us, not Last of Us, the Lara Croft new trilogy where they're like big, massive stone soldiers that are wandering around. And, oh, right, And at yeah. the end, you've been kind of... The it's bad a little bit goes. fantastical. Yeah, it is a bit. And that, I think, I think constitutes maybe being a better, like, um, boss fight than a game where they're like, you've just been running and shooting for the whole time. Now, mm. this guy is immune to big bullets. He's had his nest quick. Can yeah. you Can you kill can you him? him? Can you kill him with the special pop rocks? Doubt yes, it. you can. Uh, but apart yeah. from that, Dark Souls 2 also had some copy paste bosses mm. where it was the same boss you fought earlier but now he's on fire and he's got a slightly different name and it's like, okay well i mean you just you just wanted more bosses didn't you dark mm. souls 2 has all of the bosses and a, a good chunk of them are the same right but with ice powers now and it's a bit it's a bit naff but uh. yeah i think plague tale's a good shout um final boss of demon souls is a bit rubbish as well but uh, there we are thank you for the question it's time to move on, Ashton, isn't it? Yeah, segment we've never done before, so it's a real shame that Peter's not here to experience it for the Got first it. time. What a silly poppy it's... boy. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for What We Play In. Ooh. It's time for What We Play In, where we talk about what we play in. That sounded wrong. 
I swear I say that differently most of the time, but I could. It's it what didn't... we play in time. Time to talk about what we play in is what you normally say. Is Fantastic. that not what you just Thank said? You. Well, I don't know. I think you just As said the it words with a bit of less out... enthusiasm this time. Maybe. Maybe. It's time for what we play in. Oh. Ashton, <laughs> what, what are you playing? I've not played a lot this week because I'm in a bit of a funk this week. Yeah, you're waiting for your Because Horizon comes out tomorrow, and I'll talk about this in question two, to be fair, so I won't go into too much. But I played, I wasn't really sure what to play. I was kind of been fumbling around a bit. Hmm. So I played a bit of Astro's Playroom. Um, I'd finished, like, most of it, but I hadn't got the platinum in, like, the actual game itself where you had to, like, do the kind of couple challenges so i did that i got the platinum and then i did a couple of the speed runs and then i got bored so i didn't finish them um i played some borderlands 2 we've finished most of the dlcs now we're just i think we're on the the captain scarlet one now yeah so we'll probably finish that before. not the one we set a speed run record in no no, not that different one. Captain a Scarlet. different one. Um, and I also played a bit of Little Nightmares too. But I'm at this bit of the game, which I think is the spookiest part of any of the Little Nightmares. I say any, either the Little Nightmare games. Mm. It's basically a bit where you're in a hospital and all the lights are off and the mannequins in the hospital will like move when the lights are off. Oh, but yeah. you've got a torch. So you have to shine the torch at them to like stop them from moving. But they're like crawling along the floor or like running at you, and I'm just there with my torch, like. <laughs> no, I don't want. I don't want. I actually don't. I don't want that. I don't want that one. So, um, yeah. So I kind of kept getting stuck, and I went, I don't want to play this right now. It's too scary. <laughs> I kind of I played it before Christmas, and then I hadn't picked it back up again just for like various reasons, and didn't remember that the moment that I left it off at was this like mannequin bit with the like torch and the moving people. Mm. So when I picked it up, I was like. Oh, <laughs> oh no, I don't oh, want to do it. God, it's this bit. And I realize I've got horrible depth perception. So sometimes when you're like having to run towards the camera and things are coming out like either side and you have to try and avoid them. The amount of times I just kind of thought I was past them and just walked straight into like a hand that grabbed me and pulled me into a cupboard. And I was like, right. oh, I thought I was already past that. I understand. <laughs> oh so, dear. So yeah, I've been playing a bit of Little Nightmares too, but I am cautiously going through the bit that I'm going through. It's taken me yeah. a while. I kept having to like stop and watch some TikToks to like make myself feel happy and then go back to what I was doing. <laughs> I don't think I'd ever played that game. No. Full stop. I, Peter did a playthrough on stream and I watched him play it, but that I would never. Mm. I would not. It's not my idea of fun. It's a bit too, bit too much. It's definitely spookier than the first one, Little Nightmares 2 is. And I think it's it leans into a lot of the what Little Nightmares 1 did really well and does it even better and is mm. even spookier um i also like that you can change hats yeah the hats are good yeah i do like the hats so that's what i've been playing this week but when this vlog comes 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 yeah horizon's nearly here yeah horizon will be here now yeah so I, I will be playing that more on that next week and probably in the quips go that we put out yesterday yes Go check that out. Yes. We've been playing, Ben. Well, I've been playing all sorts. Uh, I've played Tiny Tina's Assault on Dragon's Keep. I couldn't I couldn't let it go. I saw the pla I saw it had a platinum trophy mm -hmm. and I thought I'd really like to get this. But then I looked at the requirements. And it takes ages to level up, like so long. And then there you've got to do level one of all of the challenges, which is the same for a lot of the trophies are similar from Borderlands is 2. Is it all the challenges from Borderlands 2 or do they limit the list a bit? Because I feel like if it's all the same like challenges, that is a lot to do in just one DLC of it's a game. mostly, I think it's mostly there. Wow. But a lot of the, obviously the map specific ones. And in fact, it's a trophy for all, I think maybe combat related challenges. Yeah, it's not any of the map ones. So you don't need just... to do any of the map ones. There is stuff like 
kill such and such a character who's a, a somewhat rare spawn that's probably exclusive to the DLC and mm. not in the main game. So there's there's a few. Basically, you've got to use all the weapons, do all the action skills, use all the grenades, use all the shields, but it takes ages. And mm. a lot of them are in order to uh, some of the challenges are hidden. So you have to get to level five of a certain challenge. So it's not just getting to level one of a challenge. You got to get to level five for some of them. And so level five of some of them is a bit of a pain in the ass. Mm. But I did get the platinum trophy. I did it. It took me a while, but it was quite nice. Um, on Saturday night, I got a bit drunk. And then on Sunday, I was feeling a little bit sorry for myself. Mm. And I just sat there because I've got two televisions, right? Because I'm living the high life. And on one of them, I had Parks and Rec. <laughs> And the other one, I had Tiny Tina on mute. And I just sat there in silence all day and just played Borderlands. And it was actually quite nice. Kind of the dream, um, I think, sometimes. It was lovely. I just, I didn't have to use my brain at all. Uh, so I got that platinum. But I wasn't just satisfied with that. I also no. bought myself My Name is Mayo 2. Okay. Got that platinum trophy. Fun. My Name is Mayo 1 is legendary in the platinum community. Is that the banana one? No. no. That's well, my name is Pedro. Yeah, that there's that one, but I think there is there might be a bit in my name is Mayo because it, basically you tap on a jar of mayonnaise. I see. Like there's a jar of mayonnaise and you press the X button to tap on it and there's a little hand that goes tuk, 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 and you have to tap on the jar of mayonnaise a lot. Mm -hmm. And then you get the platinum trophy. And it does have a sense of humor about itself in that it like puts in these love stories of the jar of mayonnaise and it like the various amazing lives that the, the, the jars of mayonnaise have lived. And you ignore all of it, basically. And all that happens is the jar of mayonnaise is maybe dressed in slightly different clothing or the background <laughs> right. changes slightly, but then there's like a little caption that gives you more information. It's really daft, but that's 99p. Mm -hmm. Got that platinum. Downloaded a game from my friend's account called The Ketchup Story. Which is another very easy platinum trophy after he said, oh, yeah, it's super easy. Just nick it from my account. So I did. <laughs> and again, you just have to sort of press buttons. And it's like an auto clicker game. Right. And you can get the platinum in about five, six minutes. <laughs> but I wasn't done there. Oh I've also had this game downloaded for a long time called Lady in a Leotard with a Gun. <laughs> and it's it is very cheap. And uh, it is the definition of my first Unity game. Right. Where it's a third person over the shoulder sh uh, shooter, but the, the, like, the models are really stiff and the AI for the enemies, they just sort of like walk at you like they're robots and the, it's, it's crap. Like it's really bad. But I was, believe it or not, I was saving it. Right. Because I wanted to do it for like a milestone platinum stream, perhaps. Uh, and... Uh, I was reorganizing. My life is so busy. Yeah. And I have so much going on. Of course. I was reorganizing my 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 console's downloaded games. And I've got a second hard drive in my PS5 now, mm. which is where I put all my PS4 games. But I still had some PS4 games on the main hard drive where the PS5 games were. So I deleted them from there and was re-downloading them. Then I saw Lady in the Leotard with a gun, which had long since disappeared off the front screen of my PS5. Mm -hmm. And I remembered it was there and I thought, I can't, I can't be asked. I don't want this on my console anymore. So I got the platinum in that. But I wasn't done. Oh my God. How did you have time? So, well, I said, how did you have time? You said you platinum one game in six minutes. Yeah, so I guess three of those going. games took me maybe an hour and a half. The right. other, this one I got, I got last night. 
Okay. Journey to the Savage Planet. Okay. I got the platinum trophy in that last night. And the final few that I didn't have were to scan all the creatures, mm -hmm. scan all the fauna and the flora, sorry, uh, slap every creature, right. and complete the game in under four hours, uh, which, you know, would require a second playthrough. Fortunately for the slapping and the scanning, uh, you can do it with the boss, because you need to do it to the bosses as well, but it still counts if they're dead. So you don't have to do another playthrough while they're still right, alive okay. and, and slap them about. So I followed a guide because I only had like a like four that I hadn't found across the flora and the creatures. And so I was able to just follow a guide uh, for the specific flora that I needed. But for the slap one, I didn't know which ones I hadn't slapped. So I had to follow a full guide to slap and scan <laughs> every single creature. And then I followed a brilliant video guide for the uh, complete it in under four hours trophy and i did it in like you can do it in about 50 minutes i oh, really because all you need is five fuel to refill your ship yeah and then you can get the bad ending by blasting off before like completing any story at all Oh, okay. so that's you just need to like fit the bare minimum objective to leave the planet and that's the game finished even if you don't continue playing and like go to all the areas and find the world seed or whatever it is that you're mm. doing so there we are those are my platinum trophies <laughs> I have three FMV Wales Interactive games that are also on the chopping block for Platinums because they are really easy. You just follow a guide about which buttons to press, are basically. Are those the ones that we played at that one time at yes. your house? Yeah, we yeah. played the Complex. And so I they... got everyone shot by accident. Yes, you did. Yeah. You did do that. So they're FMV games. Really they're basically good. interactive movies uh, with real actors and stuff, but they're always sort of of a level of quality that is subpar mm. and they're really enjoyable for that reason so i've got a few of those however elden ring's coming out really soon horizon's practically here and it's all just it's all kicking off i don't know it's a busy month i don't know if i'm gonna have time to get those in but i wanted to get journey to the savage planet in before elden ring and i've done that so there we are fair that's what I've been playing. Have you seen, there's like a similar kind of game uh, on Xbox Game Pass called Telling Lies. That's not, I don't think it's, it's not Wells Interactive, but it's um, it's a FMV game. And it looks oh. pretty good. Apparently it's really good. Is it actually really good? I don't good? know. I don't just think there are any good, good FMV games. No, I think they're just sort awkward. of a level of, yeah, crappiness yeah. that makes them But they ha enjoyable. it has quite a famous actress in it. She played Storm in the X-Men movie, The Young Storm. Um uh. She's in it. And okay. she was in the Tick Tick Boom movie recently. But she's in it. She's quite She know, can act. She's got she's can act, for sure. Yeah. You know, she's got stuff going on. Is she working with good material though? Who knows? Who knows? We'll have to play it and find we out. We will have to play it and find out. Um it's time for question two. Yes, it is. Your turn to do question two today. It is my turn to do question two today. This is from Pope McGee. Hope you had a good birthday yeah, happy this birthday. week. Uh Pope McGee. Or read triple jump people. Do you guys or gals ever play nice little indie games to have a break from massive AAA titles? I just finished Oxenfree and next up is After Party. Good games, good choice. I find these games really refreshing and they make me happy and good and cool. Keys. Keys. I, mm, I don't think, I think normally, depending on how long I've got between AAA games, I will kind of pick up games that I've had like, left behind for a little while so there's like i haven't played any of the uncharted games so like next on my list is final fantasy 7 remake so i think i'm kind of trying to catch up on a lot of triple a games still so i tend to go for one of those but right now specifically i'm in a bit of a game funk because mm. i know a game's coming out and i hate the period of like 
waiting when like you know you know this feeling when you know you've got something to do today and you're like well i can't do anything now because if i go do something now i'm only gonna have an hour because i need an hour to get ready and an hour to go and get there well i feel like that with horizon at the moment i'm like i don't want to start anything because i know as soon as horizon comes out i'm just gonna play horizon for as long as it takes me to finish it so i'm like "Mm, i don't want to bother starting something new Mm. because i'm not going to have time to like finish it but also i just don't I don't know what to do with myself. I keep sitting there. I'm like, I don't know what to play. I don't know what to do with my. I'm just sat there. I'm like, I don't have anything to watch. I don't have anything I want to play right now. I just want Horizon, and it's not here yet. What is going on? There is a sense of panic, isn't there? Where it's yeah. like, I don't. What, but what if I can't finish this thing, and then it has to go on the shelf for exactly? That's two my thing. And also because of how big Horizon is, I don't want to install anything new on my PlayStation just in case you know she takes up too much. Um, mm. But like, there is games that I could go back and play, and I sometimes do go for like. A, go on xbox game pass and just find a little indie game that i haven't played yet or i tend to go for a kind of a multiplayer game because i think when i'm feeling a bit like we have just played a big single player campaign quite like to play a bit of multiplayer game for some bit so like um what was it nobody saves the world that's a bit a bit of an indie game and that's multiplayer so i quite enjoy that one um but yeah i just i, I think it depends I don't think I have like a, a specific pattern of what game I go to. It's kind of whatever takes my fancy at any one point. I think I keep finding myself playing um, like simulation, like sim games. So like um, Evil Genius 2 or The Sims or Planet Zoo, mm. which I never kind of was into when I was younger. Like I'd never had the patience to like play a game like that. But now I think more so I just sit and I'll just be like, now go and, in, go and invade that country or... Now we're going to build a new room. Hmm, how fun for me. And I just sit there like for hours just building new rooms and stuff. And I know some people absolutely like they love that kind of game, but it's really odd for me to kind of gravitate towards those kind of games. But it's been more so now I've been playing a lot more new games. I've kind of gravitated more towards games where I can just kind of switch my brain off and like just click around for a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I don't have a like an indie games like library that I go to, I just kind of see where the mood takes me yeah. and see what happens. See Depends what happens, how close yeah. I am to the next game coming out. Cause if it's the two days before, apparently just, have my sh- I just shut down. Can't do it. Just can't do can't it. Can't do anything. Absolutely useless. Yes, I am. I kind of do. Yeah. Not necessarily with just indie games though. I, I love a good, it's a palate cleanser as much mm. as anything else. There have been numerous occasions and this month, the next couple of months will be that again with Horizon and Elden Ring where I could potentially be finishing off one game and then diving right into another big meaty adventure Mm. but it can be quite exhausting and I almost feel like sometimes this this period now this this period where it's a it's a couple of days until Horizon releases at the time of recording on Mm. one day and it's a week until Elden Ring comes out. And Cyberpunk's just got its upgrade. Cyberpunk's just got its upgrade, and I've got that downloaded, and I, w- I want to play that too. I I almost wish that it could sort of like, those games could stay one week away forever, mm. because when they arrive, then I've, I've got to I've got to play them. Mm. And I just, I like, I just, it's, it's a lot. Like, it feels overwhelming almost. Yeah. Like, I just, I don't, we've spoken about it before, about how you can feel a bit overwhelmed by, big new releases and stuff and so part of me i think that factors into this where i have been filling my time 
with palette cleansers but for me those are usually crap easy platinum games <laughs> uh, but i do kind of wish that elden ring could stay one week away forever Just a couple in a, more in a weeks, weird way as yeah. much as i'm really looking forward to it i kind of don't want the wait to be over and also i don't know that i'm ready to play it yet because i have other stuff that mm. i feel like i need to play first almost even though i don't i don't need to do anything um but in the past i have done i love a good walking simulator game but I feel like I've played all the big ones now and it's been a long time since there's been a significant one. I love Oxenfree and After Party. I think those two games are fantastic. And Oxenfree 2, I think, is maybe coming out this year. I'm not entirely sure. Um, so that was... The, the, in fact, the entire reason I played Oxenfree was because it appeared in one of uh, Rob Pearson's Friday features on PlayStation Access about, I think it was seven games you can finish in one sitting. Mm. And I was like, fantastic. <laughs> I, I love I love a game I can finish in one go. I need I need that right now. I need that. And Oxenfree jumped out the most to me, and it ended up being you know it's one of my favorite games. I think it's fan, a phenomenal video game, and you can finish it in like three to four hours. So you can finish it in one setting. It's been on my list for a while. Games that I've like had on my radar that just haven't got around to playing yet. Yeah. So I want games like that, but that's the thing. They have to be short. Mm. I I can't. A lot of it feels like a lot of indie games are getting bigger in yeah. scope. And that's great for the medium, but isn't great selfishly for me mm. because I, I quite like a short bite size experience, um, you know, narratively focused ideally. So yes, I do that, but I haven't done that for a while. And I've also been in a funk this month, as yeah. we've spoken about on previous podcasts, where I just haven't felt that enthused about playing video games in general, which is why I've been playing a lot of multiplayer stuff which yeah. i think is also a good palate cleanser as well just playing some games you know simple party games with friends and stuff like that also works to break things up i think as well like if i don't know specifically what game i want to play i get so overwhelmed by how many games there are that i'm like i don't know what game to play like i have so many games on my radar and then i go on to like xbox game pass or onto my steam or playstation library and i'm like oh my god there's so much on here like i don't know where to even start with this. I don't even know where to like begin what game I should pick. And I always mm. get quite overwhelmed by like the sheer amount of games. If there's not something specific that I'm going like, today I'm going to play Oxenfree, then I will sit there and I'll be like, I don't know, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know. And I just turn it off. <laughs> yeah. But that's the same I think with like movies and TV shows as well. I'm kind of like, there's too much. I don't know what to play. I don't mm. know what to watch. I'm overwhelmed. Someone just pick one for me. You just have to pick one and yeah. dive in. So yeah. I think I think playing like a smaller game is always kind of a nice palate cleanser, but it is that kind of getting yourself to be like, right, we're going to play something in between the game that I want to play. But I think like right now, like you said, this month is already busy and it's the shortest month of the year. So, yeah. you know, my brain is already focused on one game. When that finishes... I will sit in silence for a day and then I will maybe figure out what else I'm going to do with the rest of my month. <laughs> so, yeah. So, yes, thanks, Pope. But we clearly, we, we don't know. We don't know sometimes. Just got to... Maybe. Yeah, yeah, it depends, I suppose, is, yeah. the, is the real answer. But yes, I've done that in the past. It's time to move on to something a little bit strange. A little bit peculiar, perhaps. It's time for Weird news. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. It's weird news time. Time for some weird video game news. Ashton, what weird news do you have this week? Have you realized what you've just done? It's time to talk about the podcast producers. <laughs> if you go to patreon.com forward slash team triple jump, you can support us at a certain tier and become a podcast producer. You'll get a shout out right now. You'll bring us weird news officially. Officially. Kick us off, Ashton. Alex McDonald. Caden Agronox. Checkered Omega. Sean Legg. G.Y. Goliath. Ellie Nicholas. Oh, mine's gone in a weird... Okay. Erica Hutchinson. You good? Yeah. Melody L. Bonnet. Steven Skodes. Gabrielle Philippink. Katie Garrett or Jared. And Corey Duffel. Thank you Thanks so, so much. Thank you so much, podcast producers. Those are your podcast producers this week. Ashton, what's your weird news? My weird news comes from me. I found it on my own. And by that, I mean, I kept seeing it and I wanted to talk about it. So we are. Um, this comes from Michelle Gawowski, G- 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 maybe? Gawowski on Daily Dot. Oh. Ever heard of that one before? No. Me neither. Um, and this, the headline is, someone has never been within five feet of a woman. <gasps> People mock Gamer for questioning Peach Fuzz on female character. Peach Fuzz is perfectly normal. Explain Peach Fuzz for people Peach who might not be, for, is, for, for that gamer in particular. It's basically kind of the women's version of facial hair. Like it's like blonde and like, it's not kind of... It's fluffy. It's, it's fluffy. not, it's, it's fluff, not, you know. Yeah. And it's not a lot beard of, hair. No, it's like soft and it's not kind of wiry at all and you can't normally see it. It's more obvious on women when they've got a tan or especially white women because when we've got a tan, the skin gets bleached. I mean, the hair gets bleached and your skin goes brown and you can see it a bit more. But every woman has peach fuzz. Some women choose to shave it off. Some women choose to embrace it. I just see what happens, see where the mood takes me. Um, diet on the floor of your yeah. your bathroom Next after time, a few I'll gins. Diet all red, and we'll really <laughs> see it. Um, just don't blight. Just don't blight a donned. Okay, don't, don't diet. Don't, don't yeah. diet blonde. 
Um, Aloy, the red-haired heroine of Horizon Forbidden West, is no stranger to having her design and appearance criticised by mostly male gamers who take issue with a female character whose looks are anything short of model-like perfection. Days ahead of the game's release on PlayStation 5 and PlayStation 4, misconceptions about women's bodies have made their way online again. Some players are criticising Horizon Forbidden West for including a detail that many women have, a a move that resulted in them being dunked upon. Yeah. Um, where's the rest of the article? Oh, there's a drop down. I see. Gotta watch an advert first. Yeah. Thanks to several factors such as a higher resolution and a new gaming console, Guerrilla Games, the studio behind Horizon Forbidden West, can include more graphics in its characters and Horizon Forbidden West's post-apocalyptic America than ever before. As Guerrilla's narrative director Ben McCaw explained in September 2021 blog post on PlayStation's website, this allows them to render and bring that kind of detail to life with texture details and peach fuzz being just a couple of examples listed. Each generation of consoles brings extra power and lets us add even more denser polygons to our character model so we can create finer details such as peach fuzz, smooth contouring and finer finer texture details and accurate material expression to name just a few. McCall said, for Aloy, the peach fuzz appears on her face and it's light and barely visible. It's an aspect of her facial features akin to freckles or laugh lines. Just one of those things that a character like Aloy would have because many women also have peach fuzz on their face. But for some gamers, it appears that the fact that women have peach fuzz on their faces was news. So much so that at least one person, which is the post has kind of gone viral, but it's definitely been said by more people. Mm. Um, so much so that one, at least one person seemed to think that Aloy's peach fuzz was actually a beard. Um, can you explain to me why the hell Aloy has a beard? The post reads in the English translation. The tweet made its way onto, onto other sites, including Reddit. The criticism over Aloy's peach fuzz is in a similar vein to the Aloy fan art that made her look like a sexist caricature last year. Do you remember that? When they like gave her like makeup and blusher and oh, eyelashes. Oh, no, I like, didn't see that. They basically were like, this is what... This is what game uh, women in games look like now, and it was obviously Aloy in this, you know, post-apocalyptic America where she's fighting monsters and bad guys all the time. Mm. And then they were like, "This is what we want her to look like," and it was like this airbrushed oh version of God. her with like big eyelashes and like absolutely nothing kind of, you know, wrong with her. Um, it's highlighting a feature that they feel is off or makes the character look less feminine. Vellus hair, a more scientific name for peach fuzz, is something most people have all over their body. For cisgender women, that also includes their face. And you could also say like arm hair is kind of peach fuzz because it's a similar kind of like texture mm-hmm. to it and stuff. Um, while the dunks took many shapes and came in many forms, they more or less had the same theme. But this person who commented on Aloy's beard has zero idea that what peach fuzz is and questions whether the person ever met a woman. Yeah. Um, so they've put some posts in. They've put breaking. This comes from Kian Mayher on Twitter. Breaking. Gamer accidentally proves he has never been within 10 feet of a woman before. And then some other people going, tell me you've never been up close to a woman without telling me you've never been close to a woman. This, do- this dude will go first. Um, to his credit, props this guy for clearly never having violated his 500-foot restraining order. Oh. Um, so oh basically boy. just calling him, you know, a virgin. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Which there's nothing wrong there's with. There's nothing wrong with. To be clear. But like, you know, you don't need to out yourself so aggressively on Twitter when, mm. you know, posting things like that. You can be a virgin and not you a sexist. You can be a virgin and not a sexist. You know, I'm not calling all virgins sexist, but... Some virgins happen to also be sexist, and that might be the reason why. Yeah, um, in- incelibate. I yes. think is what they're called. Yes, in- incelibate, indeed. 
It's incredibly easy to dunk on the person who has an issue with peach fuzz, but it's just one more instance of highlighting a rather silly idea born from beauty standards of a narrow idea of what a female video game character should look like. Whether they're digitally removed, physically removed, or just not rendered in graphics, and designing female characters with peach fuzz was probably low on the list, some people may have gotten the impression that women just didn't have peach fuzz. And while Aloy's peach fuzz won't affect the game, it's a clear example of just how many, how much some gamers are uncomfortable with seeing characters in a game that look anything short of a fantasy so there i can't argue with anything said in that no i had to pick so there was another article um written by on another website and i won't name the website where like she absolutely like went tore, off like tore, into tore this, this boy this whole narrative a new one and was like just cool just absolutely going into him and i went i'm gonna find another one like less aggressive one <laughs> i agree i agree with everything we, you're it's saying, not really appropriate for the podcast yeah so that's the that's the kind of that one was the more kind of diplomatic one of being yeah. like yeah it's happening and it's kind of funny but the other one was just like we hate this guy he She's sucks like, uh, it's just there's like, been okay. so much discussion around um aloy and mm. uh, aloy's appearance with this sequel and, and by discussion i mean there's been a very vocal minority who are clearly just, I mean, I don't even know how to do it, just awful, mm. just awful people uh, who obsess over every little detail in the yeah. same way that you can, it's not a huge stretch of logic to imagine that they would about real women mm. as well. And it's it's just kind of, we've reached that point with video game graphics where Aloy, a fictional character, gets criticized for the same stuff that real women do. <laughs> just for looking like a real woman, people were like, how dare you? Yes. But it's the same thing that happened with The Last of Us with like, um, I'd say Abby. the Venn diagram is more of a circle. Really, yeah, I think these, so too. These people, yeah. But, uh, but it is it, one of those things where like, people were so annoyed that Abby looked so masculine because they were like, women can't look masculine. Muscular women Muscular are hot. women. I don't know what's, I don't know what's, what's the issue there, really? They are. They are hot. But like, yeah, it's crazy. It's just one of those things where you think like, well, my peach fuzz and me are quite content, actually. So thanks very much for you outing yourself with someone who I don't want to if talk anything, to. anything, it means that you're just as capable as Aloy is. Exactly. If she and her peach fuzz can do that, yeah. so can you. Yeah. I don't, think I, relatable. I don't think I can. Ha- hashtag <laughs> hacking giant robot dinosaurs. Hashtag climbing up a sheer rock face without a rope <laughs> and not dying. Easy. Easy. easy I could do that. Easy. My weird news is a little... Uh, Less exciting than mm. that. Uh, and it was also found by Ashton. So sorry, that was like a backhanded compliment to you. <laughs> My weird news is actually not that good. And Ashton found it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It comes from Kotaku uh, and Zach Zweizen. Someone already modded Carby into, is that what he's called? Into Mario Kart 8. I think that's what people are calling him. Okay. The moment Kirby sucked up a car... You need to read the subtitle because, you know, it's good. Thanks to one talented and fast modder, Kirby's mouthful mode is now in Nintendo's kart racer. Mouthful mode. They named it that. Mouthful mode. They chose that headline. Mouthful mode. Yeah, they did. Yeah. The moment Kirby sucked up a car in the latest Nintendo Direct, things changed. (laughs) The internet is now filled with countless memes starring Kirby, the name of Kirby when they have a giant car in their mouth. So it's not surprising that after only a few days, someone has brought Kirby into Mario Kart 8 via modding. The Kirby mod was created by... Reazer MC and posted to their YouTube channel and Twitter account yesterday. It quickly went viral. Folks were impressed by just how great the mod looks, especially considering the short amount of time Reazer MC had to create it and get it working. It also helps that the creator uploaded the video with a banger music track. What are you, Zach, what are you talking about? Zach, what are you, Zach, please. 
That always helps, he goes on to say. Also, that song is now stuck in my head for the next few days. What? I don't know what song it is. As far... We have to meet this, Karen. Oh, bloody hell. Right, actually, we can't actually play that because Nintendo will copyright strike yeah. the entire channel. I like the video where his little... Cabby's little feet are just kind of whopping in the in the wind. Yeah, they're just <laughs> like dog's ears. That's that's the entire story. Yeah. It goes on for another two paragraphs, but there is nothing there's nothing said of any import there. So there I we are. was saying to the guys in the office earlier, because Nintendo Direct was after we recorded the last podcast, wasn't it? Yeah. It was yeah, it was on Thursday. a Thursday evening. Yeah, yes, Thursday evening. we missed it. I was watching it while I was kind of doing something else, but I had it like unmuted and was just kind of sitting it on my lap. And I looked down just as the Kirby advert like began. And Kirby. Kirby, sorry. Well, it was, this was when it was Kirby, pre-Kirby. And okay. he just inhaled this car and it, popped up on the screen as mouthful mode. And I was saying, I have never in my life had such a visceral reaction to a video game trailer ever. It could be the biggest announcement that I've ever seen. But mouthful mode... The Last of Us Part 3, introducing mouthful, mouthful mode. mode. Like, I I was literally, I literally went, <gasps> no. <laughs> just like, could not, I just couldn't my stars. understand. I was like, sh literally like quaking in my boots i was so shocked by it is unbelievable it. isn't it i i can't believe i mean they've catered to so many fetishes now <laughs> and many. it's just it, they keep how many more depths can we plumb and i know that like kirby's whole thing is like sucking things into his mouth yeah it but is i don't think i've i didn't expect when he sucked the car in to just become like just inhale the car yeah and little wheels to pop out and it's just he's now the car like i did not expect that but, oh, man, it really is something. It's weird. I kind of want to play it. It's definitely made me want to play it, but, my God. Mouthful, Mouthful mode. Mouthful mode. Terrible. It's quite something. Absolutely terrible. Time for question three, I think. Let's move on to question three, Ashton. This comes from David Lever. David says, Hey, yeah. It's fun to say. It's fun to stay at the BPA. That doesn't work, David. There's not enough uh, letters. No. But thank you for... Thank you for coming. Yeah, thank you for trying. Um, I've just platinumed a little game called Horizon Zero Dawn. Not sure if you've heard of it. I loved it and played it so much it started bleeding into my dreams and day-to-day -day life. I also once played Dishonored so much I started looking for stealth routes IRL. Have you guys ever played a game so much it started to bleed over into normal life? All the best, David. Well, David, my hair's currently ginger, so you yeah. could say yes. I literally bled over this Dark Souls yeah, tattoo. Yeah, you did. Uh, but it's not, this isn't, uh, not in the sense probably no. that David is 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 saying. Have I had any uh, daydreams about games you've been playing? Daydreams? I have daydreams and night dreams about games that I, I want to play. Night if, dreams. Night dreams, nighttime dreams, you know, that's what they're called. Mm -hmm. um, and sleep stories. Sleep stories. <laughs> sleep films. Um, I, yeah, I have... I always have quite vivid dreams anyway, and they're always kind of wacky and stupid. But um, this week's not really about Horizon. I don't really know what's going on, but I keep being able to like manipulate matter in my dreams. Don't know what that's about. Can't figure out where that's come from. It's only a matter of time before it manifests in reality. Yeah, as well, exactly. like you can imagine. Ugh, it didn't work. Next time. Just Nearly though. Trying. Yeah. Nearly. Nearly made that light bulb like explode or something. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, I 
have dreams about Horizon recently quite a lot when I was playing through the first game again. Um, just various things. Like it wouldn't even necessarily be that I'm like in the world. It'd just be like, I'm just walking to work and like Aloy's just kind of hanging out. And I'm like, oh, what are you doing there? You don't belong here. How hey, did you get here? Hey, Ashton. Hey, Aloy. How are you doing? Good. I said, what? But yeah, sure. Just hanging out in my sleep films. Sleep films. Ah, cool. Me too. All right. Bye. Have fun. In Forbidden West. I like a peach fuzz. No, I like a peach fuzz, Aloy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I have I have had dreams about like games that I've been playing quite a lot. And I do sometimes find myself like if I'm driving a car, I'd be like, oh God, if this was GTA, I'd just like drive all around the place. Right I wish now, I could drive over this wall. I wish I could drive over this wall. I wish that I could just like slam my car into something and there would be no consequences. I just, I wish- Drive up on the pavement, yeah. get round a queue. Run over a couple of pedestrians maybe, but yeah, no they'll, they'll be fine. Yeah. They'll be all right. They're not they'll real. Fine. They're not real. People aren't real. Mm. Um. So yeah, I, I often find myself kind of fixating on games, not even necessarily like just in daydreams. Sometimes I just find myself thinking about them all the time, 24 seven. That's all I think about. Yeah. And Horizon Forbidden West isn't—they're not helping me because they just keep showing me the adverts on everything, on all over Twitter, all over any website I go on, on YouTube, on any adverts on TV. It's all Horizon. Sleep films. Sleep films. Sleep films. Day films. All kinds of films. All it's films. all Horizon. I hear like the PlayStation like noise when mm. the logo comes up, and I think, is this? Is this, is this Horizon Forbidden West again? I'm gonna yeet. And it's always I'm, gonna yeet. I'm going to yeet. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I was watching TV shows on the train on Friday for like five hours and every advert break, it was Horizon Forbidden West. Mm. And I was like, please, I'm already buying it. This can't, I can't keep thinking about You're it. You're going to keep getting them after, after launch as well. I wish I was about to be like, I've already bought this. Like I, I already have bought this. Please stop telling me to buy it mm. because it's making me sad that I can't play it right now. I was honestly... Mm. Not excited about Horizon, the new one. And that's not because I don't want to play it. But I've just felt this whole month of hype leading up to it. It just, I've just, I don't know. It just, I haven't felt, maybe it's just been part of my like video game malaise that mm. I've been in where I just not, just not asked about yeah, stuff. It's the same reason I kind of want Elden Ring to keep being pushed further and further back. Because I just don't, I want to be, I want to be really excited. But then... As soon as the reviews dropped for Horizon, it suddenly felt real. And now that it's here tomorrow, I do actually want to play it. I'm a bit... Okay, this is an unpopular opinion maybe, but I'm a bit annoyed at how much like footage of gameplay that they've been allowed to put up in reviews. Mm -hmm. I don't know, obviously, like it's important that people see gameplay for real and like actual people playing the game. But like I've seen so many spoilers of like, things you can do in the game that I wish I hadn't been able to see. Like, I feel like, I mean, it's only five days before it came out, so fair enough. But I just kind of feel like I've seen too much of the game now. Like, people are posting about it all the time. I've seen, like, what the water physics look like. I've seen what kind of things you can, like, mechanics you can do in the game. I've seen glimpses of, like, the story. And I'm like, this isn't, I don't want to see this. Like, yeah. don't just put clips on Twitter because I can't avoid it. Because you're not, like, tagging Horizon. It's just, like putting being like wow this water looks great and it doesn't like know that it's horizon because it doesn't just be like oh, this looks like a game so i've seen so much like content and i also think it's really 
not weird, but I've seen a lot of people go live today, so the day before it goes out, being like, we're going to play some Horizon today. And I'm like, can you not? Like, because yeah. it's just going to go everywhere. And I can't, I can't keep looking at like my Twitter and just seeing so many like spoilers and stuff. So it's kind of, that's kind of annoyed me a bit. On the reverse of like your thing of like reviews. I've read reviews and I don't mind reading a review, mm. but I've actively tried not to watch any review videos because like there's just so much content in it that like is kind of spoilery. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's sort yeah. of a, a problem that, that extends to films as well. They yeah. Show, they show so much they in the trailers. So much. So much. Uh, but anyway, in terms of a game that's bled yeah. over into my real life, I have one specific example because it has happened before. Like when I'm just kind of obsessing over a game, you know, I think about it and I, mm. I have my my night films about it and stuff. Yeah. Uh, but Super Mario Land Two, the six golden co- or six golden coins on the Game Boy, I went on a holiday, and I think I've spoken about this on the podcast a way, way, way back. Um, I went on holiday with my friend, and his parents owned a boatyard that fitted narrow boats, right? So like canal boats, yeah? yeah. Mm -hmm. So they had a canal boat, and I went on it for a holiday, like a Rosie and Jim adventure, right? Chugging along. On the old rag doll. Yeah. Now, of course, I was bored out of my mind because I was stuck in a long, thin tube for mm. for like two or three days, and so I had my Game Boy Color, and I I had this Super Mario game, and I played so much of it that whenever there was any silence, all I could hear were the sound effects and the music, and it like it really scared me, <laughs> and so I had to get my mum to take away the cartridge because I was like, this is like. This is messing with my brain. There's a lot of self-control for a child. Every time I was scared because I, <laughs> I, I didn't know what was going on. All I could hear was because I don't think I like I have no fond memories of this game. No. I don't even know that I liked it that much, but I played it so much during this you short like, imprinted few on day your, like earlobe. So that, yeah. that was all you were going to hear. All forever. I could hear when I closed my eyes at night was this bloody theme, like all the music and stuff. And I was like, I'm, this is frightening. I, I, will, will this ever stop? I don't like this. I need to take, please take the game away oh so it God. can stop hurting me. Oh <laughs> it was God. like, it was nightmares. It was like, it It was, it really stuck around. Bad sleep it? dreams. Bad sleep, uh, no, sleep films. films yeah. yeah. In a, in a way that, you know, wasn't positive, but there have mm. been plenty of games where it's been like, you know, I've been at work and I've been thinking, oh, I can't wait to go home and just play this game. Mm. Like, I just want to go home and play this game so bad. Uh, but Super Mario Land 2, Six Golden Coins, was one that I was only too happy to get it's rid of. It's more infested your Too than... spooky for me. <laughs> Number one horror game <laughs> behind Final Fantasy VII, which also scared me as a child. Shall we move on to the big discussion? I think we shall. It's time for it. <laughs> it's big discussion time. Time for the big discussion. discussion. Comes courtesy of Sputnik who says, Horizon Forbidden West is arriving. You can tell you're in charge of picking the questions, aren't you? There was a lot of questions about Horizon this week. I think, like, we got, like, I don't know, 12 or 15, no, 15 questions, and about seven of them had at least the word Horizon, Horizon. Zero Dawn. So there was some, some restraint there. Yeah. Horizon Forbidden West is arriving soon, already being released at the time of release of this podcast. And I am thinking, who is going to spend the extra 10% or so to get the PS5 version of the game when the cheaper PS4 version includes a free upgrade to the PS5? Do you think this is poor marketing from Sony or do you think it is a free upgrade only due to the shortage of PS5s compared to demand? 
I think it is a bit dodgy what Sony have done with the pricing of Horizon Forbidden West, especially as you can't, if you're like buying it via your PlayStation 5, you can't buy the PlayStation 4 version digitally. You, you have to go on the website to do it. So you can go in like on the um, browser storefront and buy the PS4 version and put it on your PS5. But if you go to buy it directly through your PS5, there's no option to get the PS4 version. You have to pay for like the 69.99 version. Um, So I think it's a little bit dodge. It's not a little bit. It's a big dodge. It's big. It's big dodge. It's big dodge. I think I want, I don't know why Sony have done it. I think it's a really weird decision to kind of just like sell two versions of the game. I mean, if you're getting the like physical copy, and you want the PS5 box, you don't really have a choice. You're going to have to pay for it more. But if you're getting a digital copy or you don't mind what the box says, then you can obviously get the PlayStation 4 version. But I just don't understand why they are selling them for a different price when they're the exact same game. They've done a horrible job with the cross-gen title mm. prices. That like Xbox have been fantastic for this. And there have been a number of, you know, uh, third-party releases that have free upgrades and stuff, Cyberpunk Mm -hmm. being the most recent example of that. Sony have already been very cheeky and ruffled feathers by charging a tenner for, what was it? There was Ghost of Tsushima, Ghost of Tsushima. There was... um, I've got it here. The un- the Uncharted collection has just oh, come out. Oh, the Thieves Legacy. Yeah, they wanted a tenner. If you own either of the original games, pay us a tenner and we'll let you have the, the nice new one. And mm. it's that doesn't happen on Xbox. And that ruffled feathers anyway. So it feels like here they want, oh, okay, well, then we won't charge you a tenner this time. But it, it's ten. But it more is expensive. ten. But the PS5 version is ten pounds more expensive. It's like no, that's not your. You've you've done a different thing, but you've still got it wrong. Mm. How can you change tact and still get it so wrong? There's no. It would make more sense if they stuck to their guns and were and and you know it was the same price on either on on both of them. But they said it's a ten pound upgrade. That is our policy. Upgrades are ten pounds. But they've just they've just gone a different approach that's just yeah, as weird it, it doesn't make sense it, and also in the playstation 4 version of the game on the like the when you buy it it's in really tiny letters it says and you get free ps5 upgrade yeah, you get free PS4 PS5 you, just in case you didn't just don't tell anyone but you can get a free ps4 it's a secret the PS4. like it's really weird i think they've just been so weird about it and like kind of people have called them out on it and they've just been like they've just not addressed it no they've just not said anything they've continued because the hype to machine do, is rolling they've continued to do what they do and i just think it's it's crazy but i also so one thing i do have an issue with in terms of like game pricings just in general hmm. is how games are priced the same all around the world but have like very different um, values so like in our in we have to pay for just the ps4 version 59 pound 99 if we were to convert that to dollars where they're paying 59 dollars it's 81 dollars we would have Mm. to pay for it if we were like converting it and i understand why they do it but i kind of it it does confuse me when everywhere's the same price considering how different like values are because it kind of if we if we bought it in america and like use the the dollar system to buy it it would be much cheaper if we just bought it in america and then you know bought it back i mean admittedly bit of a nightmare to do that but like yeah it is kind of one of those things where i i don't i understand why because it's easy just to be like 
£69 for everyone. But then you're kind of like, but £69 for me is much more expensive. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't translate. That's why the consoles, they always do a pretty good job at like translating the consoles across euros and mm. and pounds and dollars and so on and so forth. I know Australia plays like a, a lot for their games and it doesn't it doesn't make a huge amount of sense yeah. i mean that's yeah i would that's always been a bit of a confusing point but i think it's a it's it might be a bit more complex in mm. terms of uh like tax and inflation and all that kind of stuff that i i cannot understand <laughs> no. and i can't be asked no. to understand but at face value yes it is it is way more expensive here than it is in america and uh the ten dollar or the ten pound upgrade, it just or the the ten pound difference ridiculous. when, but it's free. Like there's a free upgrade. You get the P- anyway. To answer Sputnik's question, mm. um, which was about do, 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 do. is it poor marketing or is it due to shortages of PS5? I don't think it's it's nothing to do with the shortages of PS5 consoles because they've 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 done it just as bad but differently mm-hmm. previously. So mm-hmm. does it it doesn't make any difference? This it's just really weird. I don't, yeah. I don't know if you if you think it's it's well, anything think, to do with the shortage. I don't think it's anything to do with the shortage. I think it is just like they're like, well, this is the PS5 version. PS5's newer console, therefore it's more expensive. I think if there was an obvious difference of like you know content or or just game wise in general, it wasn't just that it like plays better and you've got better optics and stuff. I think that uh, that okay, fine, charge ten pound for it. But if it's exactly the same game, it just looks better mm. and plays a bit better on a PS5, then I, there's no reason to charge ten pound more for it. No. I mean, I kind of understand with the Uncharted remaster that they did. It was a remaster, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. Yeah. I kind of understand them charging ten pounds for that for anyone who already owns the game because obviously they did have to like pay people to work on it and like mm-hmm. remaster it so that i kind of understand but this i don't understand and i don't agree with at all i yeah. think it it's you they everyone's made the same game so why is it going to be 10 pound more expensive this is why this is why i think it's just so confusing mm. that they've that they've decided to change tact almost because while unpopular 10 pounds for an upgrade is still a pretty good deal if you own the original you know yes it's free elsewhere so you could you could rightfully be annoyed about that yeah and that's totally understandable but 10 pounds for a next gen updated version of a game that you already own isn't awful and it's still playable via backwards compatibility anyway so you can still just play it that way and if you bought the game like I don't know four or five years ago. Then yeah, you know, I, I you... bought Uncharted Four at launch, and I haven't played it since. Since, since and that's then, so. that's been a while. So you've not had to pay anything for the game in in quite a while. Yeah, and now obviously they're like, please can have ten pound more because we made a new game for you. It's same game but new game. Can we have ten pound more, please? Exactly. It's it's a bitter pill to swallow, but it's not as bitter a pill to swallow as this game comes out tomorrow. Accidentally, yeah, as accidentally putting down your money for the PS5 version, not knowing that you could get the PS4 version for ten pounds less and get a free upgrade. It, it like, and it again, it goes into another topic of conversation about how Sony and I think 2K are the only two companies that have committed to charging seventy dollars for next gen or current mm. gen now titles. 
it's not, that's also very unpopular. And I do think other companies are going to reach that point first. But do you really want to be the first? No. And do you really want to be the first and then sell the last gen version for £10 cheaper and then offer a free upgrade? That's such confused and mixed messaging. I think £70 is so much for a game anyway. It is. And like... It is a lot. I know that games are getting bigger and more, more expensive. expensive and more yeah. difficult and more, like, they take a lot more work to make. However, like you say... You can't charge £70 for a new gen game and then on the same day mm. that it comes out, but give everyone who bought the game that's £10 cheaper everything the that they that £10 is for free. Like yeah. you just, you categorically, that's so dodgy, Sony. Yeah. It's Why? Not, it's not good. And so I ask you, Ashton, are yes. you getting the PS4 or PS5 I'm version? I'm getting the PS4 version. Right. I mean, obviously. 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 You're Why getting it digitally or physically? I'm getting it digitally mm -hmm. because we, my, my partner obviously live 180 miles away from each other. And if we get one copy of the game on digital, we can just both play it. We, we don't have to get it. two copies of the game. Yep. So, yeah, I think that, I think it's so dodgy. And like, they have no justification for doing it at no. all. And it's it doesn't just, make sense. It's just confusing for your loyalist customers, mm. I suppose, or just your user base full stop. My cousin didn't know that Uncharted, the Uncharted, what was it called? Lost Legacy? Legacy of Thieves? Legacy of Thieves collection that includes Lost Legacy and mm. Uncharted 4. He didn't realize it wasn't a new game. Oh. And he, he played Lost Legacy and 4. And he ended up by, and this is his fault. I'm not saying it's Sony's <laughs> fault, but just anecdotally, he ended up, not doing the £10 upgrade, buying it full price, and then sending me a message saying, it's, um, is this a new one? Because like, I'm, I'm, I can remember quite oh. a few things and I was like, yeah, bud. Um, but it's, at least it was only a 10. He was like, what? Like, yeah, if you own either of the originals, it's a £10 to upgrade. And he's like, oh man, I just bought this full price. I didn't know. <laughs> no. I didn't know. So maybe there's, there's an argument for perhaps across the board whatever the hell their strategy is meant to be it needs to be communicated better to mm. people it needs to be more clearly communicated uh, in those marketing uh, pieces in all adverts at the end it should say 10 10 pound uh, upgrade fee or buy the ps4 version and you get it for free you know get a free upgrade for 10 pounds yeah. whatever the hell it is they want to do however one final thing mm -hmm. Also answering Sputnik's question here, it is cold in here, isn't it? It is a bit chilly. Uh, answering Sputnik's question about who is going to buy the PS5 version when you could just get the PS4 version and get a free upgrade People for £10 pounds nice less. Box. I, yeah, I know someone who is. My friend, Rashid, whose birthday it was yesterday. Oh my God, happy birthday for yesterday, Rashid. Happy birthday, Rashid, for yesterday. Uh, he is really looking forward to uh, Horizon Forbidden West and he has put down a pre-order for the physical PS5 version. And when we told him, you know, you can just get the PS4 one for £10 cheaper, he said, I do, £10 is is not an amount of money that, that bothers me mm. in terms of missing out on. And also, I want the box for my shelf yeah. with, with the white PS5 label and stuff. And in those instances... I sort of get it. Like there yeah. are there are people out there who will know this and not care. The problem is that there'll be that much many more who don't know that it. much many more that many more that many more <laughs> who don't know about it and really do care after the fact when they find out that they could have paid yeah. ten pounds less. I think if I was getting it physically, I'd buy a PS5 version mm. just because I would want it on the PS5 shelf. 
yes. like to be like, this is my nice PS5 game. Look, it's so nice. Yeah. But like, I think buying it digitally, there's no reason. Maybe one day I'll buy the PS5 version. like When it's cheap. In physical copy when it's cheaper and not 70 whole pounds. Yeah, I, yeah but I, I think it's, I mean, 60 quid is already a lot of money for a game. And I think that charging 10 pounds for literally nothing mm -hmm. is... Sony being dodgy. Sony's cross-gen strategy is flipping stupid mm. and makes no sense and has ruffled feathers at every turn and they are not communicating it well enough to the people who want to buy their games. No. And they're only going to create the opposite of goodwill. Bad will? I don't know what it would be. What's that? What, what would what the term the be? But Peter, what's the opposite Peter, of goodwill? Peter, what's the opposite of goodwill? Uh, bad will. Uh, they're just resentment. They're going to, they're going to, yeah. it's not the opposite, but similar. No. Anyway, it's a synonym. They are going to uh, generate a lot of resentment among yeah. their, their, their loyalist users. And that's really stupid. So mm -hmm. I don't know why they would do that. And they need to buck their ideas up. Buddy, yeah. Quite frankly. Stop being silly. If, uh, when God of War rolls around and that's on PS4 as well, presumably, I think they've confirmed that now. I think it might be on both. Yeah. We'll have to see what they do there. If it's similarly stupid, then I don't know what they're doing. Mm. The people there clearly don't know what they're doing or they're willfully misleading people for the hopes of getting, you know... £10 more. Exactly, just sort of getting some extra pennies out of everyone. I do think it wouldn't have been as bad if they didn't offer a free PS5 upgrade with the PS4. Like, if they were like, the PS4 version is the PS4 version, but if you want the PS5 upgrade, you know, you have to buy the PS5 you have to, version. Yeah, you have to pay a tenner, which yeah. brings it up to the same price which is, as the I mean, PS5 like, version. Okay, fine. But if you're going to offer it for free, that's when you're mugging everyone off. Yes. You really Sony. are. Sony, you're mugging everyone Feel off. stupid for buying a PS5 now, don't I? Yeah. I'm going to throw it in a skip. Stupid. Mugged off. Stupid idiots. <laughs> anyway, that's the podcast. Let us know what you've yes. thought of all of the things we've talked about this week in the comments. And Ashton is going to tell you some various other places you can find us as well. You can find us on the internet at youtube.com and twitch.tv forward slash team triple jump on YouTube we put videos up and we stream on both we'll talk about that in a minute when we stream on Twitch we am YouTube we're modded by Lord Brodovich Traveling Badger and Mr. Black um, if you have a free Twitch sub which comes with the Amazon Prime subscription you can use that on us if you fancy it costs you no extra money and we get a little bit out of Jeff Bezos's pocket. Costs Bezos money. Yes. Well, he probably gets a portion of it anyway, but you know. Yeah, I mean, they own <laughs> It's uh, nice for Twitch, us. But yes, it is nice for us. Um, If you want to follow us on Twitter or Facebook, go to twitter.com, facebook.com forward slash team triple jump. Make sure you follow us on Facebook. We only get to 10,000 very, very soon. Um, We put video announcements and live stream announcements on both, well, mainly on Twitter, but we have some stuff going on Facebook as yes, well. Loads think, of stuff on yeah, Facebook. Yeah, and we, one day soon we'll do another facebook live come on we will we just keep we just keep not getting around to it because we're so busy well maybe if we get to that, maybe if we get to the followers we'll do a, a, a live, big live stream on facebook ashton dyes um, her hair a different yeah color i dyed my facebook hair a different color um and there's some legacy video content going out on facebook as well um if you want to be a patron and join the wonderful patreon team you go to patreon.com forward slash team triple jump check out all the tiers maybe subscribe for a little one pound dollar a month you can ask questions with the podcast if you fancy um we have a website 
www.mup.mp spells jump. If you want to join our Discord and talk to all of our wonderful community members, it's triplejet.mup forward slash Discord. On Discord, we're modded by Jack, Joe, Tori, and Hollow Eyes. And if they tell you to do something, bloody well do it. Do it. Um, if you want to listen to the podcast in its audio form, maybe you've got a game coming out this weekend and you want to listen to something while you're playing it to keep you company because you're not talking to anyone. You could, you, know, you just want to play the game. Go to triplejet.mup forward slash podcast to find out where you can listen to it in all of its audio forms. Um, if you want to watch one of some of our live stream VODs, we do a lot of live streams a week. And if you miss one, that's okay. That's all right. You not go so to tri- triple jump triplejuemp forward slash VODs. Mm. Um, and last but not least, if you want to buy some sick and cool merch like this, this sick and cool merch, you can go to triplejumpshop.com to look at all the new merch and all the stuff that's up. And lastly, if you follow Triple Jump Shop on Twitter, you can find out when the next merch drop is happening and tweet us about the new merch that you bought and we will like it and tell you look pretty. Yeah, we will. Promise. Promise. We will. We will. (laughs) Why not follow... Peter and Ashton on Twitter and Instagram at that Peter Austin and at Scrambled Ashton. Uh, say to tweet Peter Austin at that Peter Austin. Hey Peter, hope your hope your poop poop tum feels better. Drink With lots two of poops water. in there. Hope your poop poop tum feels better. Yeah. Uh, you can follow myself just on Twitter at confused underscore dude. Or if you use uh, PlayStation Network and for some reason like to follow accounts, you can do that on there. Same handle. Lists. We do those every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. We do streams every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Thursday being the joint stream. Blaze it. On YouTube, the other streams being solo streams. On Twitch, Worst Games Ever is fortnightly, Friday for patrons patrons of a certain tier, Sunday for everyone else. The podcast is every Saturday. Mm-hmm. We do shows all the time. All the Come time. check it out. Why not leave a review, a five-star review on your platform of choice and help something to do with Al Gore's rhythms. Mm-hmm. Busy all week, in it? All sorts yeah, going out. Hey, follow us on Facebook, firstly. Yeah. And we'll put Hunky Boys list out on Monday. It has been flagged. It has been flagged for uh, limited it's ads because it's too sexy. Hopefully um, we'll be unlimited by now. Uh, Maybe, no, no, no. YouTube tends, not, to s- tends to be pretty draconian with its thing. You can still watch it if you want. We just won't make as much money from the ads. Go watch it twice. Have it running in several browsers. Yeah. That, that'll be the way. That'd it's, be great. It's a great video. It's also a cursed so video. So cursed. Cat uh, is, is going to hell. It's the Valentine's day video so go yeah. go check that out it's also a worst games ever week mm. peter despite his plops is uh is still appearing in video form on friday for <laughs> patrons just gone out and sunday for everyone else so go go watch that you will have made a quip scope about horizon by now telling yeah. us about how you feel about about about, about it. it yeah i'm i'm working i'm taking friday off I'm going to come in for an hour, record a quipscope, and then go home and yeah. play more Horizon because Aloy is life. Aloy is love. Absolutely. We also have uh, a really random thing happening right now. We're selling, well, Peter is selling a painting that he did on his art stream this week on an NFT monkey thing. We've signed it. Yeah. Um, Billy can, signed it. Billy signed it. Yeah. Uh, you can buy it on eBay. I've got a link. The link. Bits.ly forward slash chimp eBay, all lowercase. <laughs> chimp eBay. You can put Check the bidding it in. I think it finishes on Thursday, next Thursday. Mm. So if you want a one of a kind physical piece of NFT art signed by us, go get your bit. Go get your It's an in. NFT in real life. It's a real life NFT. It's yeah. Real. You can hold it with your hands. One final thing is that there may well have been, as providing he can get it working, a quipscope as well on Warhammer 3. 
Mm. I think. Total War? Total War, War Warhammer 3, 3, I believe is the full title. James is playing that currently, so uh, fingers crossed we managed to get it working. We couldn't quite get the Quipscope out on the Thursday as planned, but mm. maybe on the Friday, maybe. two Quipscope Friday. Maybe. May well have also heard it on the podcast feed too. Yes. Anyway, go check it all out. There's just enough time for us to talk about this week's sponsor once again. What's this week's sponsor, Ben? I'll hey, tell Ben, what's you. this week's sponsor? Because it's Valentine's Day, Nintendo have released a limited uh, apparel line, one of which is tying into Pokemon Legends Arceus. It's called Pokemon Legends Arcless Chaps. So you can look nice and sexy for your Valentine. Mm, indeed. Done. We're done. We're yeah. out of here. Finished. Have a nice rest of your weekend, and we'll catch you next week, everybody. See you next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>